Hello, welcome back to Boone Talk. I'm Felicia Deja. Today, we are talking about betrayal. So guys, I'm asking you, stick around, because I think this is something that each one of us can relate to, and let's see if we can get some kind of closure or resolution to this thing that betrayal often leaves behind. Hey guys, I am your host today, Felicia Dejon, and I want to introduce you all to my friend, my sister, my girl, my ride or die. Yes, we say that too, <laughs> Jarita White. Hi everybody, peace and blessings, and welcome to Boom Talk with Felicia and Jarita. Hey, hey. So today we want to start off, as always, we want to start off with a scripture. Um, I'm going to be coming from Matthew chapter 26, uh, I'm going to read verse 44 through 50. And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then come he to his disciples and said unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves. From the chief priests and elders of the people. The first thing I want to bring attention to is the fact that these were people, um, the person that betrayed him, we know, and I think all of our listeners know that Judas is the person that betrayed uh, right. uh, Jesus Christ. But what the part that just stood out to me was the multitude, who was with the multitudes, priests and elders mm-hmm. of the people. Right. So I think we see a lot of that today. I think that we see a lot of uh, people who are supposed to be leaders and people that are supposed to lead us into righteousness right. are also being, the, are actually being the people who are condemning us. Right. Right. And that, in fact, with that being said, I mean, you have the people who you look up to, and they're the ones who are, you know, leading you astray. You know, you can't lead the flock if you're right. not, you know, the shepherd yourself. You know, right. the shepherd has to be, you know, uh, people want a leader that they can trust. You know, somebody, mm-hmm. you can't trust someone who you think will betray you. Right. You know, and then with like the Pharisees, the multitude, the elders and the priests and everything, you mm-hmm. know, if they're they're like crucify him, of course everybody else behind them is gonna be like crucify him. Right. So you know it's it's like the lemmings. You know how the lemmings uh they all gather together and fall off a cliff together because they <laughs> right, follow right, one. Right. You know it's follow the leader and they all falling off a cliff, not really understanding who they're you know condemning. Yeah, and I think uh, in today the day and age that we live in, we have to be so very careful. That's why I tell people all the time: know know the word of God yourself. Mm-hmm. Because make sure that whoever is your leader, like whoever is your pastor, uh, the teacher, apostles, evangelists, uh, prophets, Mm -hmm. make sure what they're teaching you and speaking lines up with the word of God. Because if it's not lining up with the word of God, you should quickly, quickly shake the dust off your feet um, because the word of God warns us. You know, there are many today that has a form of godliness, but deny his power from Mm -hmm. such, what does it say? From such turn away. So we know that we have to be kind of, on our P's and Q's and mo- right. and not even that, we have to be in a place with God, right. in a place of intimacy mm-hmm. 
where we absolutely can't be deceived because I really believe the times that we're living in is such a time where, yes. you know, deception is at an all-time high. All-time high, yeah. And with that, um, you know, God gave us the gift of discernment, you know. And by using that gift, you'll know when you are lead, being led by, well, not who, but mm-hmm. what you're lead, being led by. If it's the Holy Spirit or a spirit that's not of God. Right. Um, so therefore, if you know, and then just the thing, if you know, and when you know what you know, what you know, then, you know, you shouldn't be, you should know that you, this is not someone that I want to be led by. Exactly. You know, if I want to be led by some, you know, and that's where free freedom of choice comes in. Right. You know, you have free will to follow who you choose to follow. But when you know that you're not following somebody that is not of God, who is not in the word, who is not. Ingesting, digesting, and meditating on the word, then that's somebody I don't want to follow because exactly. I, I, my my long term goal is, you know, to reach the kingdom of heaven. Amen. You know, so if you're following somebody who's not of God, you know, and you can see it, you know, mm-hmm. God gave us the gift of discernment. Mm-hmm. He gave us the gift of sight. You can see yes. it on someone. Yes. If you see somebody who is not, you know, and not leading in a way that is in the word because you're supposed to be of the word, you know what I'm Amen. saying? And once you ingest the word and digest and meditate on it yourself, then you know what you know, what you know, with the person who's quote unquote in the air leading you. you know? Right. Right. So I, I think we should be held accountable as being mm-hmm. uh, like the word of God says, being doers of the word, meaning being an example of the word, yes. you know, and if a person is not being an example, a good example of what the word of God says, um, that that should send up some red flags. And the only mm-hmm. way that we will know if a person is being an example of the word of God is that we have to have that relationship, study and show yourself approved. Right. And that's why he says, when you read the whole scripture unto God, show yourself approved unto God, not unto right. man, because that way you can, you're not just protecting yourself, but you're protecting your family and mm-hmm. your loved ones and your friends, right. everyone that you come in contact with, you can say, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and try to persuade you to go another way, but right. please search the scripture. Please uh, seek, right. seek God in prayer and see if this is where he really wants you at. Right. Cause you know, you and I, we have those type of conversations. Right. Like, uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, right. but it reminds me of this dream. I, I'm going to say it was a vision. My husband had um, mm-hmm. um, a few years ago and um, he was saying that there was, it was like he was walking in a neighborhood and they had all these houses and um, we, he was just walking and then like people would come out the house and they were like, start following him. Mm. And he just kept walking and kept walking. He said, eventually he got to a bridge. And when he crossed the bridge that on one side, there was beautiful green pastures. And on the other side, it was like the far of a burning forest. And mm. to me, it was just like, it was so obvious. Right. It's like God is saying, you know, lead my people, mm-hmm. you know. So even with that accountability of being called to be a leader, you mm-hmm. have to be ever so certain that you are leading them to the green pastures and not to the, uh, the, uh, the furnace fire. of uh, mm-hmm. fire because, you know, that's a great accountability. And I think a lot of times people that are afraid, that people become afraid yes. of that kind of calling on their yes. lives. And if God chose you, <laughs> all you have to do is just walk in it and trust Come him, you know, because, yeah. you know, we run sometimes, but yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? you know, yeah. but, um, this, I want to ask uh, a question. I'm going to throw a question out there. At some point in time, we have all been betrayed. Um, so it's actually kind of a two part question. How, how does it make you feel 
hearing how our Lord was betrayed by someone that he loved? Mm. Well, to answer the first part of the question, I'm human. So, I, you know, if I get betrayed, I want to be in the flesh, knowing full and well I'm not supposed to be in the right. flesh. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's why most times when I pray, I'm like, you know, Holy Spirit, more of you, less of me. Right. So that when I do have, because it's not an if, when I do encounter something of that nature, mm-hmm. I know how to let the Holy Spirit handle it and not my flesh. Now, when Jesus dealt with it, how I felt about that, I'm like, you know what? He was betrayed with a kiss. You know, mm-hmm. he was betrayed by someone he loved like a brother. He was betrayed by someone who was close to him, who he advised, took adv- advice from. Right. You know, somebody real close. And you see, and when I see that, you know, if it happened to Jesus, why can't it happen? What, what makes me so special? It wouldn't happen to me. Right. By somebody who I was, I thought I was close with or something right. to that effect. And we've all had that encounter where. Family members, best friends, yep. good friends. You know, you read it on, you know, you see it on TV. You read it in the books mm-hmm. about your uh, the best friend marrying her uh, best friend right. husband. You know, yeah. uh, you know, all kind of idiomatic stuff happening. But with that being said, you know, as long as I handle my situation the way Jesus did, which is the way um, that Jesus did, you know, we have to. Try to be Christ-like. We can always try to be. We can. Oh, we can strive to be Christ-like, but we can never be like Christ. You know right. what I'm saying? Because he did everything in a divine manner, and yeah, he may have fallen into the flesh. You mm-hmm. know, when he asked, you know, do I have to take on his cup or whatever? Right, right. But you know, regardless of that, his human side took over, but his divine side snapped him right back into you know where he's supposed to be. Exactly. So you know. I, I feel like we can do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, as long as, as you say you're a Christian, you know, you let God do it, mm-hmm. let God move through you. We got to start right. learning how to stand still right. and let God do what he does through us because we're just vessels for his use. You know what I'm saying? To gain the kingdom of heaven for everybody else. Amen. So, you awesome. know, as long as we keep our vessels clean mm-hmm. and, you know, do be obedient to the Holy Spirit because, right, right. hey, you know, personally, we've had these talks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not always obedient, but, you know, I have you to hold, you know, God put you in my life to help hold me accountable for whatever he has for me versa. to do. Right. right? So, yeah. and, that, and therefore, you know, if... um. I was ever to betray you, which I pray to God that would never happen, or vice versa, you would to betray me. We would just have to go into the spirit. <laughs> amen, amen. Um, me personally, I feel that just the ideal of um, Christ being betrayed and being a Christian today who loves the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, I just feel the grief. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you feel grief in the spirit because it's like you know you get a glimpse of what our Lord felt like. You know what I'm saying and um, and somehow I appreciate God because, you know, our flesh wants to rise up and, um, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciate God because he, he won't allow me to go there. And sometimes <laughs> just being real, I really want to go yes, there. The you know? flesh is so, <laughs> and so weak. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just appreciate the Holy Spirit because it's like, he was like, you know, basically like, you know, our vessels, we house the Holy Spirit and he's mm-hmm. like, uh, uh-uh, you're not, I'm not going to let you go there. I'm not going to let you do that because right. you are mine. Exactly. And it being that you are 
mind, this is not how you're going to behave. You know right. what I'm saying? So I just appreciate God for, you know, chastising us when mm-hmm. we really need it and stopping us from doing things sometimes right. and saying things sometimes that we don't need to say. Um, but betrayal, you know, uh, on the human side of it, betrayal is very hurtful, um, right. especially when it's someone that you never would have ever considered right. that would do something like that. Um and um, it's just it's just something, you know, I think um, human nature, I, I think that we all felt it, we all dealt with it. But I feel also the only true way of seeking closure or, or having closure is uh, by seeking God right. and just leaning upon him and knowing that, you know, he never leaves us. He never forsakes right. forsake us, you know. So it doesn't matter who betrays us or who depart from us. We know that God will never leave us. He will never depart from Absolutely. us. Absolutely. In his word, he said, I will never leave nor forsake you. And he's not man that he should lie. And if we really pay attention, <laughs> he kind of like prepares us for those betrayals. Exactly. Because just like that's why Christ. That's, right. In that, in that exactly. Matthew passage, that's exactly what he's preparing right. us for. That's why it was recorded in order for us to prepare ourselves. For we whatever. see it coming. We see it coming. But, you know, you're still surprised. You know? Exactly. Because you're like, oh, my God, I didn't see it coming. But, you know, it's in Matthew uh, <laughs> 2644. <laughs> because you're kind of hoping that um, that. People will stop and, and search themselves and examine themselves first. You can see it, like I said, you can see it coming. Mm-hmm. But you know that 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 God that that Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you says, you know, Lord, I'm praying that um, you change the heart of this individual, and you know that that what they are doing or partaking in that they will turn away from the wickedness, Lord, right. and surrender their, surrender their life unto you. So it's like you know, instead of dwelling in the hurt and uh, and and what could turn to bitterness, you know, I, I you know I I choose to um, turn to God and and lean upon Him. You know, the Scripture I always I'm always giving people and always you know leaning upon myself as when uh, I am weak, I am made strong through Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you know everything that we need is obviously in the Word. Right. You know, in order for us to be able to get that help from the Word, we have to study it. Absolutely, I don't know why the Holy Spirit keep getting me. Go- uh, have me going back to studying the word. Cause he's probably trying to tell me I need to study the word more, <laughs> but, um, you know, out there, why don't you? <laughs> exactly. You know, Hey, I'm always the first partaker. Right. Lord. You already know. I'm not going to sit here and point the finger at nobody. I'm going right. to search and examine myself first. Right. Uh, but moving on to verse 48, mm-hmm. it says, now he that betrayed him gave them a sign saying, whomsoever I shall kiss that same is he hold him fast. And, uh, verse 49 says, and forwith." He came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. 50. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. He called him friend, knowing mm-hmm. full well right. that this man was about to betray him. He yet had compassion. Mm-hmm. Yet had compassion. I just wish that we too can have that type of compassion for one another. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not talking about me and you, but just as right. the human race, you know right. what I'm saying? And I'm not saying, I say the human race. I'm a, let me stress the human race, right. not black, not white, not right. brown, not yellow, whatever you want right. to, um, you want to, um, it's basically whatever you choose to identify with. Right. We have to realize that, you know, we are the human race and right. we all fall, fall short. Um, right. 
And uh, the part when um, it just it just did something to me when I read it, you know, how Jesus has that kind of compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we sometimes today we want to hold grudges against people for years. Right. We don't want to just keep holding on to it and holding on to it and wondering why we have all kind of sickness and all kind of stuff mm-hmm. because we just sit there and let that stuff fester in us right. until it didn't became a sickness or a disease. And y'all, I'm it telling you. It manifests into an actual physical exactly. illness. Exactly. The people don't get that. Like, exactly. You hold on to stuff emotionally i mean i i don't know if it's being you know scientifically proven or anything with clinicals or whatever but you can you've witnessed it like if people sit up there and let stuff mentally mess with them and like physically it'll turn into physical mm-hmm. you know and it'll, it'll cause an ailment you know like when people say oh they died of a broken heart i believe that i believe that too you know what that i did go to a heart doctor one time and she told me um, I was having some issues or whatever, and she told me there is some kind of syndrome where where you can grieve so much or whatever, where mm-hmm. it could kind of affect your heart some kind of way. Right. Don't quote me on this, y'all, but I remember the doctor, well, the nurse practitioner at the time, She, mm-hmm. t- I'm not going to mention her name, but <laughs> she did tell me that. Because at the time I was going through all this, I, I had just lost my mother, mm-hmm. and uh, about three months after I lost my mother... I was in a deep depression. I was grieving. I didn't want to leave out my room. I didn't want to go nowhere. Then next thing you know, I found myself so sick where I literally, when I wanted to get out of bed, I couldn't get out Mm -hmm. of bed, you know? So I I had to go through all that. I mean, my heart was like, I was having these serious palpitations. My heart was racing. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to go see a cardiologist because they thought something was going on in my heart. Wow. Um, It was just a lot, you know? So I do believe, you know, grief and anxiety and stress and all that stuff, it can, depression, it can And you cause... know, always have the spiritual attacks as exactly. well. So, yeah. you know, and being, a, you know, a Christian, we need to know to, you know, we have the authority over these spirits, right. you know. God granted us the authority to bind these things up in the name of Jesus and send them back to where exactly. they came from. So, you know, and what a wonderful gift. Right. You know, yeah. For know, real. Like, but, but you see, the thing you know, is, use it, but. the thing is, when you sit there stuck in depression, right. well, you know, not let this thing, you know, take take over you to the point mm-hmm. where it, I think it had taken over me at that point. At, at, at that point, I really couldn't fight for myself wow. spiritually. And, you know, I have a friend that she was like, oh, no, baby. She said she was just like, oh, no, baby. She said, you're going to fight this, mm-hmm. you know, um, and she just gave me these prayers and stuff to pray. And then I just start pressing my way. I remember being up in the bed, just feeling weak and feeling all discombobulated. Like I, the enemy was literally trying to attack my mind every way he could. Right. And I remember pressing through everything that I was feeling and just praying these prayers. And then little by little, day by day, I mm. felt the relief start to come. Right. You know, because but it's all about a prayer of faith. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, when I was praying, I was believing yes. that God was going to move on my behalf. Because it's like I don't know what the devil trying to do, but He is not going to take me out of here. Right. I remember starting to feel that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. oh no, I have a, I have a, uh, a daughter. I'm still raising. You know what I'm right. saying? My other children are grown, but I still have a baby girl in here. I'm still trying to raise and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh no, devil. But right. you know, He hit me in a way for a minute mm-hmm. where I literally could not fight for myself. Wow. So it's good to surround yourself with spirit-filled yes, people. Yes. When they see that, hey, something's not right, right. I'm going to pray for my sister. I'm going to go over there, and if I have to drag her out that bed, <laughs> she's going to pick up that bed and walk today. Right. <laughs> you know? so Right. But uh, God is good like that, and mm-hmm. I just appreciate him for the people that he's put in my life, for you and for um for you know for my my not just my uh my natural sister but my spiritual sisters you know it's just like God really 
He know our need. Right. So when those betrayals and those attacks and all those different things come, bam, he got a ram in a bush right okay. there waiting. Waiting. Like, oh, no, sister, we're going to fight this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next scripture that we're going to cover is Micah 7 chapter, uh, verses 5 through 7. And uh, the word says, Trust ye not in a friend, put ye not confidence in a guide. Keep the doors of thy mouth from her that lieth in thy bosom. For the son dishonoreth the father, the daughter riseth up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. Lord. (laughs) <laughs> Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for God, uh, for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. So that's some powerful words right there mm-hmm. telling you the, the scripture, like we said earlier, it prepares you for people to betray you and to right. rise up against you. And in this, in this passage in particular, verse seven, I mean, sorry, verse six, where in the word it says that the son dishonored the father, the mother against her the daughter against her mother mm-hmm. and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and the man's, this is what's really stuck out. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. And then he says <laughs> in verse seven, therefore I will look into the Lord. Okay. He basically, he telling us right then, trust right. God. Instructions. Trust God no instructions. matter what. Stop putting your trust in man. Put your right. trust in God. Put your trust in God. <laughs> right. It's, it's instructions. So, in black and white, literally. Yes. In black and white. <laughs> like, trust in the Lord. Yes. And he, you know, he will, he will guide you in the direction that you need to go. You know, so, you know, like when I pray, I ask God to order my steps. I ask God to um, put me, you know, in a position where, you know, I have him leading me and I'm not leading myself. I'm right. not being led by the flesh. I want to be led right. by the Holy Spirit. I, mm-hmm. I ask for less of me, less of the flesh and more of the spirit so that I can have Holy Ghost filled decisions right. as, as towards my actions towards the men or women that's going to rise exactly. up against me in my house. Right. You know, so when you go to God with that, it, it, like, again, we have to stand still and let God do what he does. Right. We're always trying to step on his toes like we know better. Mm-hmm. And knowing full and well, if you just stand still, God got you. If God you know got God you. got yes. you, then you won't have to do anything because he's going to let you. He's going to make your enemies your footstool. Amen. He's going to prepare a table before, for you before your enemies. Right. You get to eat in front of them. Amen. You understand? <laughs> so <What>? you, you <laughs> yes. know, you let that you let God do what he does and, yes. and stop stand stop standing on his toes. And he he get mad at that. I know he does. I know he probably just be looking at us sometimes. Well, he's like, like, Lord, didn't I tell you to stand still? Well, he's not going to say, Lord, have mercy, because right. he is Lord. Right. But he might just be looking at us like, <laughs> what am I going to do with my child? <laughs> right. My children. Like, you know, I gave them instructions. Exactly. Why are they not listening? Like, what is he, he, I'm sure he look at us like we look at our own kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, it's funny when you think about it, because I always say, I tell people all the time, I say, God, got to have a sense of humor yes, to deal with me. Too. Because it's like, it's like, look, there she go again. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so our closing scriptures today, guys, is from John 15, verses 17 through 19. These things I command you, that ye love one another. If the world hate you, hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hate you. This is to me is so powerful because we talked, we basically said this earlier because we choose to serve God. Mm -hmm. We cannot expect the world to have any love for us. Amen. Amen. So y'all it's something that 
we we know that we're going to deal with betrayal mm-hmm. in our walk of life, life, and we're going to deal with it more than once. Um, it doesn't feel good, but we know that we have the, God's word. Uh, we know that we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. We know that we have all the tools. He has provided us all the tools and prepared us and, dis- and even given us discernment mm-hmm. to know when it's coming. So the only thing I can tell everyone is to leave with you all today is to stay within his will, stay within his presence. Mm-hmm. And that way, y'all, because he doesn't leave us or forsake us. That way we never will run into anything that we cannot survive. Right. And that sting that it leaves some behind sometimes, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, God will wipe that away, too. And even Amen. allow you to love, still love those individuals that hurt you. Amen. Amen. He gave us instructions in the word as to how to expect and deal with, you know. So if we follow those instructions and, you know, like like we said, like the word says that my God will hear me. Right. You know, if you know, and he said he will never leave nor forsake us. So if you know that he hears you, you know, he's standing right by you, right over you. You just stand still and let God handle your, it's not our battles. Right. Every battle that comes along is not ours to fight. Amen. We have to let God fight our battles for us sometimes. That's, he's letting us know that he's here, you know, and we have to sit, stand still and let him do his job again. Can't emphasize that enough that we always trying to step on his toes and do what he what his job is. We're not powerful enough to take on what God can. Amen. You know, he can take on the weight of the world on his shoulders. We can't. So we can't sit here and overwhelm ourselves and worry about people who are going to betray us, who have Mm. betrayed us, you know, who are betraying us as we speak. Right. That we, you know, you may not see it, but somebody is plotting against you. Right. At all times. The Mm. enemy is always working on somebody. And, you know, you have to pay attention to those who are closest to us because those are the people that he uses to trick us into thinking, like, God don't love us. He's not taking care of you. But guess what? He is. He is preparing us for everything that he has in store for us. He wants to bless us abundantly, exceedingly above right. everything that we thought about. Right. You know, he mm-hmm. it, it, he's preparing us for that. And that's another, that's going to be another podcast. That's on. a whole nother, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast, <laughs> that's be guys. another podcast right on the blessings and how, to, how God right. is preparing us for them. You know, spoiler alert. But, <laughs> but... With that being said, you know, we want to leave you guys with um, peace and blessings, you know, Amen. and yeah. we want you to be blessed and be well and be aware. And leave with the, the hope of knowing that uh, this too shall pass. That Absolutely. In, if, if you if you're walking through it right now, know that this too shall pass. God is a present help in your time of need. Yes. He has not left you, nor has he forsaken you. He love you. We love you. And until next time, guys. Stay safe, stay stay healthy. healthy.